Okay, we're doing a podcast, Graham. Uh, All right. Yeah, you're on the road, busting ass, uh, doing your job. I just came off my hard job. Uh, we're and but here we are. We're talking college football, UGA football, SEC football, college football expansion, and uh, I'm fired up today. This was my Christmas. Uh, we've been joking around for a long time, talking to the My God a Podcast boys. I've been talking to Cinder Blutarski. Anybody on Twitter knows uh, this is my deal. I, I am excited about the, the college football committee deciding to expand outside the four games. You are um, a little skeptical, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna yield the floor, my time to you for a minute, and just tell me your thoughts on the day. Yeah, man. I mean, like obviously this news started leaking out a, a couple of days ago, and. Uh, when I first read it, to be truthful with you, I was like, there's no way this can be real. Um, but it looks like this is actually happening. Uh, I mean, I just drove through uh, Moab, Utah about 30 minutes ago, and there's a massive wildfire happening on the side of, uh, on the, side of the LaSalle Mountains uh, that overlook the area. Um, and I kind of feel like this whole... Uh, this whole playoff expansion to 12 teams uh, might be, you know, the, the wildfire might be an apt metaphor for what just happened to college football's regular season. Um, nice touch. I, you, you, nice touch. You got it in there. You're a uh, dog out West <laughs> and, uh, and the, the world is on fire. Okay. All right. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a hot take. I like it. Oh man. All right. Here's my thing, dude. Right. Like with four teams, like, I, I preferred the two-team BCS over the four-team college football playoff, honestly, um, just because I, I felt like the, in most years the, the, the gap between two and three was, was easier to discern than the gap between four and five, right? And so I think the gap between 12 and 13 is going to be even harder to figure out. And there's always going to be somebody with an argument um, and that's the and, and that's the argument from the sixty four to sixty five, or now that the plus four is in there, the sixty eight to sixty nine teams. It's like the somewhere you got to draw the line. But I just don't. But I I feel where I'm going to let you get back into your point. But I just feel like having sub, a lot of subjectivity removed from it. No playoff committee where you select at some point at large teams is going to remove subjectivity. But I just feel like it's just better for the fans. I mean, I'm not – and my point has always been you're never going to determine the, air quote, best team. But I think a playoff chooses the most deserving team at the end of the year. Now, uh, so that's that's where I'm going to start. You've got your point. But you were, I interrupted you, but let's – like, okay, so you, you prefer – you just feel like there's only a couple teams that, that are deserving of being crowned a champion, right? Is that – that's your point, right? No, well, that's part of it, but I mean, like you just said, it the playoff determines the the best team, the most deserving team at the end of the year. It does not determine the national champion for an entire season. <laughs> so, like that, that's my biggest issue with this is like we're not going to have a champion now. In, in some years, we might, but like we have basically college football is the only sport really in all of all of major American sports where like the, the season, the entire course of the season determined who the national champion was not like, Oh, 
They got hot and went 3-0 and their last three games of the year, slipped in with a wild card burst, and got you know, hot. everything clicked at the right time. Yeah, it clicked at the right time. So it's like that's my biggest issue with it is that you're a Duke. You're a Duke basketball fan. I like it. <laughs> hey, what does that mean? No, I'm just saying. You know, Duke has always got the best team, the highest quality players, and and as often as they have been in the Final Four, they. I mean, Duke Coach Shetesky has only won it five times, and I say only won it five times because he has every advantage. He's the best coach, the best program, and arguably and and often has a one seed, but only five times did he win it all. And I think that is the beauty of the NCAA basketball tournament, whereas I I think that college football kind of lacks that, where you can get that upset. And uh, I'm not kidding. Obviously, I know you're not a Krzyzewski fan because we couldn't be friends. Um, But, um, no, I'm just saying that. So, yeah, there's the nuance of, I think, the the argument that we kind of walk – back and forth from is that the argument the argument being that no, i i, th- I no, no, not, no 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 i don't i i i, I, like, I, 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 cons- I mean like no, no, i have no. an issue with i mean like i concede to your point what? i no i concede to your point that a a, a playoff Josh. will yeah i'm here i'm still here i'm still talking hang with me I I'm gonna. I think you might be breaking up a little bit. I concede to your point that the playoff uh, expansion will not always crown the best team. Uh, I think that a playoff expanded playoff will be exciting and crown a worthy champion, but not always the best team. So, um, are you are you back with me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I mean, my biggest my biggest issue though is like you want upsets that are exciting you know what was really exciting man was like when a, a team like a you know a, a south carolina for example would knock off a georgia and ruin their chances to be in the college football playoffs and now that that game will not matter at all like it'll just be one loss that knocks you down from a three seed to a seven seed or an eight seed, but oh, by the way, if you're an eight seed or seven seed or six or a five, you don't get a bye, but you do get an extra home game. Your town gets an extra home game. So that's really like, that's another flaw in the system is that being one of the top four teams, you lose the gate and all of the, the financial windfall that comes to these small college towns when a football game happens. That so that like, is. I don't like that either. No, that, no. The, you know, we, the first round will be on campus, but the quarterfinals. Good. Yeah, no. That is a huge flaw in this program. I mean, there is no way that you can reward with that all the things you say. You can give the university a check uh, for, uh, you know, maybe you can financially make it equitable, but the re, the the trickle down effect of a home playoff game for a uh, five through eight seed or five through 12 seed, whatever it is, does not e- equate the the equal payout there. That's crazy. They've got to figure out a way for those buys by those teams that have been rewarded with a buy to get a home game. That's insane. So I agree there completely. Um, I might pick at you a little bit about the uh, 
South Carolina game not meaning something. Every game matters. You don't know in late October if your your back is against the wall or if you're going to be able to survive a loss. There's no there, there's no scenario in any playoff, any expanded playoff that doesn't think that Georgia can just put its foot off the brake and uh, foot off the gas and win that game. They needed to win that game. They're going to need it to win it in 2022, just like they're going to need it in 2018. Um, for playoff seating, for uh, all those re- to win the division, to get in the playoff, to get in the SEC championship game. There's no, I don't, I take exception to the fact that we think that regular season games are ir- deemed irrelevant because of this expanded playoff. I really don't think that's the case. Are you there? All right, I'm going to try to keep going. You may be out. Um, so yes, the, we've talked about this a bunch. Um, and I think there are two ways we go down this path is that, um, those that think that the college football playoff or the, uh, the, the college football season is regular season rendered useless, meaningless, or diminished greatly. And I just disagree. Um, Graham. Okay. T- wait, 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 look, let me give you a scenario real quick. All right. So imagine a eleven and zero Alabama going into the last game of the season against Auburn, and Auburn is uh, you know they're a good team. Maybe they're not eleven and zero. Alabama already knows you know basically basically if Alabama wins that game against Auburn, they go to the SEC title. If if they lose it, they they don't go to the SEC championship game. So since since conference champions are not auto-bidded in, and a second, like, it's just another game, right, that could hurt your seating or your standing. So what's Alabama smart to do if they're 11-0 in going into that last game? They're smart to play their backups, lose to Auburn, so they don't have to play in the SEC title next week where they could lose potentially – a second game in a row and be out of the playoff or, you know, be a, a 10 seed or a nine seed. Like my biggest issue with this is that this to me is a reaction to people being tired of Alabama, Clemson, Ohio state. All. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is a reaction to not enough teams being involved in the playoff uh, for sure. Um, okay. So to your point, Clemson is the only one that's gotten in having won their conference every year. Both Ohio State and um, Alabama have gotten in without winning their conference. So the scenario you just played out has already happened. So I don't uh, I, I, I take issue with the fact that the season is perfect saying, and having Ohio State and Alabama gotten in and 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 what Oklahoma's gotten in having won their they've never been passed over. They've never jumped over a conference champion, right? And they're in Big 12, right? I'm going to keep talking while you um, uh, come into some better sell. No. Okay, so Alabama has gotten in in 2017. Obviously, we know this game very well. Um, In 2015, I believe, Ohio State did not play in the Big Ten championship game. Michigan. Uh, I believe Penn State won that game, and they lost to 
Iowa late in the season beat Michigan State in their last game, and they got in because the committee selected them as one of the best best four teams, again, in air quotes. So um, if you want to go back to the BCS era, uh, LSU and Alabama played a rematch of a home game at Alabama, um, which, again, if this, if this regular season is so precious, I don't understand why Ohio State in 2015, Alabama in 2017, and – Going back to 2011, the uh, LSU-Alabama game is so precious. So those are the points I've made on Twitter a bunch. So you, you get a chance to really shoot me think, down. Do you really think that LSU and Alabama weren't the two best teams in 2011? Do you really believe that? Uh, I believe that in a playoff that it would no, have been no, – no, no. What did I – I mean, like, answer my question, though. Do you really believe there were two teams – or uh, uh, there was another team to put into that game that was going to give Alabama a better game than LSU did. Um, I'm going to say yes because that's my <laughs> that's the hill I'm dying on. No, I think that the LSU had the chance to win. I mean, everyone's talking about no, the pressure, the regular season is so precious. These games matter the most. Then if they if they matter that much, then the loser of that game doesn't get another shot. Somebody else gets another shot. I mean, I, I that's no, but the, what I'm saying, though, man. All right, all right, fine. And like, yeah, no, I, I get it, dude. Like, yeah, 2017, Bama. Like, yeah, they they didn't win their division or whatever. But like, what I'm saying is that the way this plays out, there will come a scenario where the Iron Bowl or Ohio State, Michigan, or some of these games that people talk about as like the pageantry of college football, one of them at some point you're going to see one of those teams basically play their backups and and lose that game on purpose so they don't have to go to a conference title and they can ensure a playoff berth instead of the chance of losing back-to-back games. I think I think the advantage of getting a bye and being a conference champion and getting a bye outweighs not and and again if it it keeps some sort of calendar of bowl games and months off that that you that Saban or it's you know God for God willing Saban won't be the coach of Alabama forever but or that Kirby Smart is not going to rest his players to possibly just ensure his way to get in and then have another four weeks off I mean those guys want to play they want to be fresh I really but you're not going to have four weeks off now you're going to have like a week off no yeah. yeah you will I, I, yeah. I, I honestly, in my heart of heart, in my in my mind, in all logic, I do not believe that there's a scenario where the Alabama Auburn game doesn't matter. I just don't believe that it, it because there's something that game will always matter. And even if you're telling me, if anything, that the playoff will actually make that game matter more because hey no. it's harder to win it it's harder to win it and all you want to go home with bragging rights you want to run that state you those coaches every coach on that staff every player on that staff goes there to beat auburn every every georgia player comes there to beat florida it's always going to matter there's no way that game doesn't matter the the no, pittsburgh pittsburgh the pits as much today as it did yesterday that's my thing man like i don't i don't Imagine, imagine. Okay, all right, all right. A 17-game college football schedule does not, like, each game does not matter as much now. And you, like, it's just, okay, simple. 
it's simple like mathematics. I mean, the other thing I'm going to say if too you're, is if like, you're telling if you're telling me that Alabama or Auburn is going to have a chance to possibly just take that game off, either that means that the other team is so bad that it's not going to matter whether they win or lose, or that, or possibly even more likely is that team is going to be on the edge of getting in the playoff, right? So you think that Auburn or Alabama is going to take that game off and allow that other team in the playoff to come beat them in the playoff? No way, dude. You think that Georgia or Florida is going to be like, just let no, that rule? dude, hey, you and I both know, you and I both know historically when two teams play in the same season, like when, a te- when two teams play each other, twice in the same season, the team that wins the first game is always at disadvantage in the second game. So, yeah, if you're going into the Iron Bowl and you know that Auburn and – like you're Nick Saban and you know that Auburn is going to be in the playoffs, let's say they're, you know, 11-1. and one. Yeah, All right. I know what you're saying. One of those teams is going to be good. One of those teams is going to be the edge. That's why the, the Iron Bowl will matter even more. It's always mattered. It's always going to matter. The world's largest outdoor co- party will, cocktail party will always matter. The Iron Bowl will always matter. The big game, the big house, or and the and the horseshoe will always matter. The 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 game for the little brown jug. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're back. I, I, I rambled for a little bit. Okay, so you had a scenario, and going back to your Iron Bowl scenario. All right. Graham, God bless him. He's driving home from a hell of a week, uh, working his butt off. Uh, we're going to stay with him for just a second. But, again, I everyone – it's so funny to hear the, the Georgia fans talk about how precious the Iron Bowl is and how, how – I just – I love the fact that imagine a world's largest outdoor cocktail party and a rematch. Okay, that's if that's our worst case scenarios that we these teams play again later in the season. I I love that. Imagine uh, Graham, you're back with me. I can hear you. So imagine a Georgia Florida game where uh, the the winner gets the loser of the world's uh, of the Georgia Florida game at home with a chance yeah. to advance. I mean, is that does that not get no, you? No, I, I heard you. I heard you. Okay, cool. Tell me, tell me that doesn't get your uh, that doesn't counteract some of this stuff. That yes, it's the regular season is going to change. No, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. The regular season's going to change, hundred percent. I'm not gonna. It doesn't excite me. It no. doesn't. It, A winner yeah, go home exactly. game in Athens or in Gainesville. No, it does not at all. Okay, I, I've already seen that game once this year. I wanted like I wanted that game to matter when it was played in Jacksonville, and clearly it didn't because here we are doing it again. Like some of these examples that you're giving from past years, like LSU and Alabama playing twice, like that is the exception, not the rule, and that will become normal now. And so, my my thing here is that, like I was in Utah this week as I as as we already said to you know on the broadcast like i I went by the the utah football stadium and and checked it out and uh it's not very pretty there's not a beautiful you know tree-lined campus around it where you can tell tons of people come to tailgate and you know they they get that feeling of nostalgia and and there's the pageantry and all that like we have that down south but that's not really the case 
in most other parts of the country. Like, they don't view college football the way that we view college football. And the reason that, like, they, the people that are interested in, in college football have been is because it had the most important, most exciting regular season in sports. And I think that you will see – I think you'll see attendance go way down. You will see – less people go into games in the regular season. You'll see less excitement around games in the regular season. And you will see a lot of people that just tune out until the last week or two of the regular season or the playoff starts. And that's bad for the sport. I, I, I would take complete exception to that rule that um, I think that t- games in November will matter more than ever um, that, it won't be just two or three teams in each conference that are, are going. Yeah. That will be fighting for their lives or playing for their lives. It will be every like four, five, six teams in each conference will be playing harder and it will, it, the season will last longer for a lot more teams. Um, and yeah, there is a potential for the great teams, the elite teams to possibly have a, uh, a little bit of breathing room that they've earned in November. Um, I don't think that the Iron Bowl will be irrelevant ever. I don't think that players will not want to play in the Iron Bowl or the Georgia Georgia Tech Bowl or the Ohio State Michigan game um, or the Washington Washington State game, the UC, uh, USC UCLA game. Those games will always matter. They ma- they will matter for recruiting. They will matter for pride. They will always they will they will matter for playoff seating. Um, so I, I, and I think that attendance and, and a lot of, I think, I think you're, you're looking at the Athens attendance. You're looking at the, I mean, you're looking at SEC attendance where I think that in pl- no, parts of the country that and I think you need TV. No, I, I don't think attendance will go down in the SEC. I think it'll go down everywhere else. I, I, I think, can you imagine what a, uh, a, a Memphis Tulsa game will will get if those teams will be playing for one spot those games will go up you talk about Athens Georgia getting a boost from the local economy the local economy getting a boost you're telling me that a huge game where possibly game day goes there and imagine what rendezvous and and, and downtown Memphis is oh, going to yeah, get Oh yeah you're right dude that that's one game and that will be that one game will be awesome but the 12 that happen in the regular season will be diminished. No no that could, that's a regular season game dude and and that's a regular season then game No no it will not dude you, I'm sorry man but like the thing I loved most about college football my entire life is a as a college football lover like a a deep romantic college football fan that I am was that in mid-October, you know, or, or the first week of October, you would get a game between Georgia and Tennessee, and both teams would be in the top 10, and it'd be 3.30 kickoff, and you could feel, you could feel the tension rise as hour by hour went past the tailgate, because you knew when you got in that stadium that both team seasons were on the line, and that if you lost the game, it was more than likely over for you, you know? Especially if it was like, you know, you're, you're a team within your own division or whatever. Yeah. So no, no, 100%. Like, don't lose that, man. I mean, like, you'll see, you will see a three loss team make the playoff. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Like, you will. E- even in, even in, uh, I think 2016 or maybe 2018, I forget what year, but like, if we did this, like, I, I saw a, a chart or a graph or whatever 
uh, yesterday, or I'm sorry, today of like the the teams that would have made the playoff if we had done it this way since the start of the college football playoff. And it's like, dude, you're talking about, you know, three, four, five, six, three loss teams being in the playoff every year. Like yeah. that's just, that, and, and, yes. so you're, and so those, the three games that they lost, they don't matter, man. Like if, if Clemson, if Clemson and Alabama and Georgia maybe and Ohio State can lose three games and get in the playoff, then then I'm sorry, the re- their regular seasons don't matter because they're you know that they're never going to lose more than three games in a regular season. So it's like the, the regular no, I, I mean under Mike matter. under Mike Shula, I mean under <laughs> they did. Okay, Alabama, yeah, yeah dude, I mean, and like, I I think I do think that Alabama Clemson will I mean Michigan for a while was unbeatable or not or was top of the heap and then Ohio State wasn't good and couldn't beat Michigan for a long time the this will actually turn over college football competitiveness it will we are like you we've talked about a bunch Nick Saban is the greatest coach of all time with all due respect to Bear Bryant he's the greatest coach of all time he will after 2028 or 2029, whatever his contract finally expires, possibly right off into the sunset. But I'm telling you, more teams will give more competitive balance. And, and yes, possibly that the regular season will be diminished. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it won't. But I think okay. the, the regular season will the, – the importance of the regular season for more teams will be extended, and the postseason will be exponentially more exciting than the four-team uh, BCS that we've got now. And I, I did well, not misspeak. I meant four-team BCS because that's what it is. It's a subjective it's a subjective tournament where guys in a – women and men in a hotel room get to pick four teams to play it off. And, it, and I this hate it. team playoff will be the exact same thing, man. No, 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 no. It's, no, no, no. Di- on, it's different because you got, you've got automatic qualifiers. So that's dude. the difference. No, you're it, not. They're not. They're not having automatic qualifiers. You know that, right? The the sixth highest no, ranked power, conference champions get in. Yeah, Guaranteed exactly. That's not an automatic qualifier necessarily, man. It is like an automatic qualifier, just like the NCAA. You win your conference basketball postseason tournament, you're in the you tournament. That's to how high, If you happen to be one of the six highest ranked, so I mean, that okay, all right, yes, sure, for sure. Be, five or six conference champions that are left out every year, right? So it's like, yeah, the SEC champion are, will okay, all probably right. be one of the six. But, like, my point being, the, and I mean, I am kind of glad they did it that way because, like, I don't want to see a 7-5 and five pit upset Clemson in the ACC title and make a playoff. That's bullshit, in my opinion. That yeah, shouldn't I, I, happen. I'm all, I'm all about that. There. <laughs> well, then, again, dude, you just, then, like, just say – hey, it would be much more fun and convenient for me as a college football fan if I didn't have to tune in for more than four or five weeks a year. Because well, that's what you're saying. I, I mean, that's, that, yeah, you can, have, you can take that take. I, I would beg to differ on that. But I, I do think that there is definitely an aspect of this that they want to expand the playoff and they want to expand interest. And I think that if if it were if, if this and, and, and who do you think is going to end up being the final four teams every year? I, oh, I think the like best in your heart of hearts. If you're being honest, like, do you think the result is going to be any different? I, I I think most years the best four teams will be in there. Which is what's wrong with that? No, no. I mean, do you, don't you think it'll be the same? Don't you think it'll be Alabama and well, Clemson and, 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 and Ohio State? 
1991, wouldn't you have said Florida State and, and Miami and Notre Dame and Penn State? And then in, in the mid-90s, it was Florida and it was, you know, these. there is a cyclical nature, nature to this, right? And that's my whole point is, like, we don't know. I mean, like, like Oregon, we don't know these teams, that, that it will possibly make it better. And no one wants to – I mean, as an SEC fan, as a Georgia fan – it's going to be better for the sport as a whole to have more teams okay, yeah, have no, a shot at it. I think, I think any, any team that enters into Wait, a Josh, season. Josh, I, do you hear me? Yeah, I can Josh, hear you. you. I can hear you. Oh, my God. All right. Dude, that, you're, you're, you're saying what like I was thinking earlier today is the biggest problem with this. College football has an Alabama fatigue problem. I think we all know that. I don't think any of us would disagree with that. The problem is that we're making a permanent change the structure of the sport and how a champion is crowned in the sport because of a temporary problem. The Alabama fatigue problem will take care of itself whenever Nick Saban retires. And we both know that. Like, what they're doing will not be sustained under Nick Saban uh, when some other coach comes in. It'll, they'll be good for a few years after, but it will never be the same. And so, like, that's my biggest issue with this, man, is, like, we have a temporary problem that we're – we're fixing with a permanent solution, and that is. Uh, I, I I would I don't necessarily th- I I mean sure I mean I can't tell you that I can re- erase the the last ten years of of Saban's uh, run at this and, and tell me it's not tainting my opinion, but also I I mean you know I mean Bobby Bowden was r- rolling through the '90s, and there are teams that have been dominant, maybe not as long. I I always felt that going back to 1990 georgia tech's you know championship they want to hold over us but he only was won a, two national titles man i know but I, but i'm saying like there's always been problems we won two national titles back up I'm, there's always been a problem with the national championship i mean in 1990 georgia tech wants to tell us they won a national championship well so did colorado that same year i mean there had been five split championships between 1973 and today and, and BCS, they're I mean, selecting two teams from a computer. I mean, there's always been a problem. People want a champion. I, this is the only sport, and this is your point. I'm going to make your argument that that the college football is unique, and the people that love college football, like you do, and care passionately about this this point, always point to the the uniqueness of the college football. And I'm not going to argue that college football is unique. I don't want it to be neat, unique. I want to see an awesome tournament. I want to see the, the best eight teams play, even if the two, three, or four, or one are the clearly the, the best team. I want to see them duke it out on the field. I want to see them play. I want to see more football that matters. And the Bo- don't tell me the Boca Raton Bowl or the Music City Bowl or the Liberty Bowl or shit, the damn um, Sugar Bowl matters when how many players – checked out in Georgia versus Texas. Texas in the Sugar Bowl, players checked out, and we are still hearing about it, Texas fans. And uh, let's just go ask a Florida fan about their game last year in the Cotton Bowl. They checked out, and they, they those games generate money for the programs and money for the TV, and if those games don't matter, and you're telling me that those games in, like on a, uh, on a Tuesday night on the 28th of December where teams don't give a damn, that that's a problem. That's a money problem, and the money tell, pays these programs. So it's 
the uniqueness of it, yeah, sure. If you, if you want to start paying $150 a game for pay-per-view games in, the, in the October for these precious home games or these precious regular season games, then sure, go ahead. But that, that's not how the, the money is generated. And for those games to get oh, wait, put wait, on – Wait, 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 wait. All right, hold on. But what about, like, why does all this money have to be like, – why does it have to be about money? Because we're paying $3 million for recruiting and $7 million for our coaches. And the and the ESPN is paying billions of dollars for the deal, dude. Money drives this, man. That's why it matters. No, I know. I, I mean, I know. It, I know that money drives this, but like, that's what this feels like to me is just a giant money grab. Yes, absolutely is. is. I, I it absolutely is a money grab. It has to. You have to expand the audience to justify the means that ESPN is paying for that. I'm not going to tell you it's not about money. And I'm not going to. And again, my whole point is yes, a, a a playoff will not always crown quote the best team, okay? But I want them to sell it on the field, and I don't believe that four teams or two teams is the best way to do that. If there's upsets, I'm sorry. Any given Saturday, I'm all about any given Saturday, and and I can hear Chris SEC talk. I can hear Craig Lawson just about to light me up. But I am. I love the upsets. Every year, we want Alabama to get knocked off. We okay, want. We want. Cle- now, let me, let me. Hear me out. We want Alabama to get knocked off. We want Clemson to get knocked off. We want Ohio State to get knocked off. We want those. But to 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 the point of the regular season matter. If if they get a redo and get in anyways, because the four best teams are in, I, why not? Yes, you're moving that that game from maybe September October to the playoff. But let Carl, Charles. College of Charleston, knock off somebody. That's what the sport is. It's about freaking David and Goliath, man. Come on. That's what the sport is. Let's do it on the field when it matters with a billion people no, watching. Dude, it's not. If, if you want, hey, no, if, hey, no, you know what mattered, dude, was when Iowa beat fucking Ohio State like by 30 points on their own field. Ohio State didn't get in the playoffs, man. Yep. When Purdue beat the shit out of Ohio State, in West Lafayette, Ohio State didn't get into the playoffs. Now, if that happens, it won't fucking matter, dude. They'll be in the playoffs anyways. Yes, you're right. Like, you're right. You're talking about wanting upsets. Like the upsets yes. don't matter anymore, man. They don't matter at all. I, they didn't matter then. They, st- I mean, Ohio State got in 2015. No, they did, dude. I just, I just proved I, to you I, how they mattered. I know, but 2017, Alabama got upset by Auburn, and they still got in and beat us on a second and 26 play. And but and Auburn shit, dude. A, Auburn was a good team, dude. They were a team that went to the SEC. Okay, title. well, you're you're you're. There's a subjectivity to it. You're telling me that Auburn. I, I, look, no, you're talking about David and Goliath, dude. That's not Alabama versus Auburn. David and Goliath is Ohio State versus Purdue. If you want David and Goliath, then make, make those games matter. They don't matter now. I, I, I mean, I, I, yes, I will concede your point absolutely that there are games that will they they will be a chance to avenge a loss absolutely. But we wanted to avenge our loss in Tuscaloosa this year. We thought we had another. We had a clear path to the championship. Hey, game. You know what we should have done, dude? We should have beaten Florida. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's my thing. It's like if if you got if we want to see Alabama fall. Go get better than them and beat them. And yep. that's still what has to happen now, man. I yep. mean, like, we added yep, exactly. more games. 
And Alabama's going to be there. And Alabama's going to be there. Ohio State's going to be there. Clemson's going to be there. Hopefully, Georgia's going to be there. Hopefully, Oregon's going to be there. And the best teams are going to be in the playoff. There, there's no one that's going to deny the best teams a, a route to the championship. But they've got to just go do it on the field. I, I, love, I don't understand the win or go home, whether it's in October or November when there's, uh, I don't know, they can still be selected by the committee, or if it's on the field versus – you know, I mean, these bowl back in the day before, you know, we had traditional bowl. What made the bowls great was, yeah, you got to see Nebraska versus um, Oklahoma. You got to see uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma is a bad example, but you got to see Nebraska maybe versus Georgia or Nebraska or Texas versus Alabama or Michigan versus Georgia. And it was like those, those were unique, but now those games are even, they're scheduled now. So there's no it's – it's like the whole interdivision baseball thing. It's like, man, the myth is gone. We've got conference championships. We've got 14-team conferences. We've got uh, week zero games versus non-conferences versus, you know, Clemson and Georgia was scheduled at one point, but we've got, we've got all these te- – there's no mystery left anymore. So let's settle on the field when it matters, win or go home. I love a win or go home. And that, that I love a playoff. I'm ready to break with tradition. You love. Hey, no, Josh, Josh, if you want winner go home, then go back to a two team BCS. Because that was winner go home. Yeah, but it no wasn't winner go home. Upset. Really? Really? Like, whoever got upset by a, a, a significant underdog and went on to win a BCS national title? Did anyone? I mean, I, you, you've got me there. I, I don't. I, no, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there were. Here's no, it. The answer, I think. No. I think I, okay, the answer is no. I'll take your at your word, but I do feel like that doesn't necessarily mean that the best four teams, six teams, eight teams, ten, twelve, whatever it is, are got a chance to got a chance, got a fair shot. Um, and on and and yes, Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State can stockpile talent, but at the end of the day, you've got eleven on eleven on the field, and I want to see. Uh, a, no, but you just hey no, but there, that's the other issue with this for me, man. Is like we're at a point, and I mean, I I've, this pissed me off last year, and I and I said this, and you know it, but like Ohio State last year got into the playoff because of their recruiting rankings. Yeah. we knew that they were a talented team, and right. like I feel like that problem is only going to get worse now because it'll be like, oh well, they lost three games, but. You know they have the, the top two or three roster in the sport, so wouldn't you? Would you have wanted Georgia with JG Daniels coming in in week eight or nine or whatever it was have a crack at Ohio State? Do you not think that I Georgia mean, was deserving? That Georgia could have run with anybody at the end of the year last year? No, with, no, they were not deserving, man. They lost to Florida and Alabama. Okay, okay, deserving, but don't do you think they could have? Do you think they could have run with any of those teams at the end of the year? How many, teams, how, many, how, many, how many teams, even before J.D. Daniels, how many teams had a lead in Alabama in the second half? I mean, that's what Florida wants to take as a crown. I'm just saying that the, that the, the nature of college football now is so much different than it was even 20 years ago that there are, there are so many balls in the air that these programs are run so, so much like a pro team that, yeah, there's, there are teams that are going to be better in December than they were in, in – they were in September, and I, I just, I, I love a winner go home. I do. I love a tournament. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the best team's going to win every year, and that's what makes it great. I really do. I, I don't think 
dudes in a in a hotel room picking teams is it's it's here. I I, I sent this tomorrow. They're still gonna pick the teams though, man. The, like but you've got a clear you've team. got a clear path to the tournament. You've got a clear path. You've got a clear path. Well, you you already win. did have a clear path. Win no, you game. didn't. No, Pac-12 did not have a clear path. Group of five teams. No, did. And, they, and they didn't deserve one, dude. Because why? Who tells you? Who says that Pac-12 doesn't deserve a chance at a national championship in the sport that Pretty they support? Much everybody. Okay. Okay. I mean, Oregon. Oregon played for a national title. Washington yes. played Alabama in the college football playoff because those teams were good yeah, enough but, to get to that spot. They haven't had a team good enough to get to that spot since. That's on those teams. Not but on who the says what's good enough? Out. Who says what's good enough? I hate that. that 14 Their did. records did, dude. I mean, they weren't, you know, when was the last time the Pac-12 had a, like a, a one-loss team? It's been five years. Every year it's 10-2. and two. I mean, like Utah had a chance two seasons ago and they lost in their conference title game. So, I mean, do you want conference championships to not matter as well? No, I absolutely want the the one thing I will say that the the, the line I'm going to walk in, and I don't know, and, and it sounds like the the, the what's been recommended to the uh, college football playoff committee or whatever is is a little weird because, but the conference championships have to matter because what has got us here and what has got the sport worth so much money is the SEC conference championship, right? Everyone else follows suit. That has made the money right. for all of these teams. So absolutely, the conference championship has to matter. Every Power 5 team has to get in, and that's my point. You should Every team that plays, plays FBS level should have a chance and a path to the college football championship. That's my point. Every team that, that, that dribbles the ball in basketball has a chance to win the, the championship. Every team that plays soccer, softball, baseball, gymnastics, oh, whatever, oh, has a chance to win a national championship. That's not going to happen with this format, right? Like, you realize the committee is still going to be the ones that are ranking the teams. Yes, they're so. the the at large. Yes, it's not perfect, and there's no way you're going to get 130 teams whittled down to a 12 team tournament and not have some questioning of it. There's no doubt, and there's some subjectivity to it, and there's subjectivity to everything. I mean, even the basketball tournament, there's subjectivity to it. I'm not going to tell you there's not. So I I, I concede to that 100. percent But I mean, honestly, I mean. You know, I, I saw Jamie Goodman at Dogcast talk about it. You know, every this should be limited to the Power Five. You can't limit it to the Power Five because it takes a group of five and the Power Five to make this money. So you have to have at least an avenue, which hasn't been there before. Everyone said it's been there. Hold before. on, dude. Wait a second. How does the group of five have anything to do with the money the SEC is making? Because they they play the games. They they group of five. They get paid. Come yep, they do, and the, and they get and the power and the group of and the Power Five conferences get home gates and and TV revenue from playing those games. Like if the group of five just bailed and we were left with sixty five teams to schedule a season, I'm not sure. You it's, know how great the product yeah. would be. You yeah, know how awesome the product would be. <laughs> you say that, but there's not enough home games to go around, dude. <laughs> there's not enough home games to go around, and you know that. There is if you just play an all conference schedule. I mean, well, that's, that's my other thing with this. If we're going to have – I mean, we're setting up a scenario where the team that wins the national title could play a 17-game season. So it's like we need to whittle back the regular season by at least a game. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah, and so College of Charleston, home gate might be a problem. And that – hey, look, there's going to be some re- – there's going to be some fallout. And the neutral site, Georgia-Florida game, is going to be 
in the crosshairs if this goes through, no doubt. Which is another good podcast for another day is, do we just want to no. do it? <laughs> yeah, dude, no. I mean, like, I, will, I, will, I mean, like, that's, that's, that's part of the, the pageantry and the tradition and all yeah. that shit that you're saying that's still going to sell, though, right? Is like, I agree. The long I agree. Weekend down in the Golden Isles. So, all right. Now I, that's not happening. Is that, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just like all this stuff. I don't think anyone's really thought about anything other than the money. No one sat back and thought about what the potential domino effect of all of this is, including how the players are going to take this. Because we've got, I mean, we just had a, a high school player in Texas, a five star running back recruit, Jaden Blue, that opted out of his senior year of high school football because he doesn't want to put carries on his body. And now we're going to a possible 17-game season for really the teams that are going to be filled with the most elite talent and the guys with the best opportunity probably to make it to the NFL. So that's, that doesn't really square itself very well. And I guarantee you, dude, you're going to see you are going to see a, a, a player rest like like, Georgia will rest their starters against fucking Charleston Southern or some shit. Like, you will see a full starting offensive and defensive unit at Georgia or Alabama or somewhere not play in a couple games a year against against those, like, G5 lesser competition teams. Graham, I love you, dude. This is fun. We're going we're gonna to extend this out. We're going to have many, many more discussions, and hopefully we'll have a discussion with some folks that – will uh, agree and disagree with us both. Um, I This has been a Dog Sports Live audio-only podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please subscribe uh, and leave us a five-star review. Um, follow Graham at Dog at West on the Twitter. I am dog underscore stats.com. We both uh, are very much appreciative of the dogsports.com SB Nation site that, that promotes our stuff. We love you guys. This has been a lot of fun. Graham, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. This has been a blast. No, no, uh, no. Thanks for letting me yell at you. uh, Dude, I love it. I'm smiling ear to ear, dude. I absolutely love it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, share it and tweet it. Graham, you get the last word, man. I yield. Come on. You got something to say. Take us Uh, home. What I have to say is that we will look back in 20 years, and today will be the day that – that really ruined the sport, man. That that ruined what college football was and why it was special. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I hate it. I think, I, I mean, we'll still watch, right? Like, I'm always going to love college football, but the the upsets in the regular season won't matter anymore, and, and there's just a lot that we're losing today, and uh, I don't think we're gaining enough with a couple extra weeks of games to lose the meaningfulness of, of the 12 game regular season. So that's, that's my, my two cents. I know you disagree, but, um, I I don't, you know what I, you know what? I don't disagree with how much you love it. I really don't. I mean that (laughs) I I really, that, that actually kind of hit hard and, uh, that's Graham coffee guys. And, um, thank you guys for listening that I'm going to pause and think about that. But uh, we, Solid take. I'm not going to lie. That's the way to end it. Go dogs. Graham. Dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs.